If you're dreaming of starting an online business, but are feeling overwhelmed because you don't know the right steps to take to turn your expertise into a profitable business, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to How to Start a Business, where we talk all things about business, sales, and marketing. I'm Jan Ditchfield, an award-winning business strategist, online business growth coach, and your host. And I'm here to share actionable step-by-step guidance on how to build, market, and launch a sustainable business. Each episode will give you proven business startup tips and marketing strategies to grow your sales and your impact. If you've been looking for the knowledge, tools, and confidence to achieve your dream of running a successful business that makes a massive impact in the world around you while giving you the freedom to do what makes you happy in life, then hit that subscribe button and get ready to dive into your first lesson at business school. Choosing the right form of business ownership is really important because what you choose is going to determine how your business is organized, how the money is going to flow in and out, your liability, and how your business is taxed. So in this episode, we're going to examine some of the most common business types and the pros and cons of each. Plus, we're going to talk about some strategies for naming your business or your online offers. First, let's look at sole proprietorship. Sole proprietorship, which is also known as being a solopreneur, is the most common business model used by many first-time business owners and startups. And it means that you are the sole owner of the business. And most businesses need to register either with the province, territory, or state where they plan to do business. And in some cases, sole proprietorships that operate under the name of the business owner don't need to register. But do your homework first. You should always talk to a lawyer when it comes to anything that's going to do with covering your butt in business especially registering your business. So what are some advantages of being a solopreneur? Well, this is the easiest and the most inexpensive model to start up because you as the owner also have sole control over your business and all the decisions within it. And also tax reporting is pretty simple. Generally, you don't need to be filing separate tax reports at the end of the year and you're able to run things usually from your own accounts and your personal taxes. However, there are some disadvantages including liability, because there's no legal separation between you as a person and you as a business. Again, having a conversation with a lawyer before you register your business or move forward with anything is always a really good idea. And if you are running a business where you're going to want to raise capital in the future, being a solopreneur is going to really slow you down because most investors don't want to make that type of financial investment into a person. They want to put it into a business, an actual legal entity. And lastly, it's going to be hard for you to sell this because there's no separation between you and the business. Whereas a corporation or an LLC, depending on where you live, is the most common company type. And the corporation is actually a separate legal entity. And the way your business is taxed is going to be different and liability is also going to be different than how it would be if you run this as a sole proprietor. And some advantages of starting your business and incorporating from the start Include that limited liability because it's actually the business that's at risk at this point, not you personally. And it's easier to raise capital and there's more options for tax benefits. However, it is the most expensive form to start and there's a lot of paperwork that you need to do every single year. Talk to a lawyer to see if this is the right fit for you. You can also start your business as a partnership where you have more than one person making a decision for the business, whether you're incorporated or not. And when it's done effectively, partnerships can make for a really rich business experience, but they also require more work to ensure they're successful than just running a business on your own. 
And some advantages include like shared risk, shared management, and the tax reporting is pretty simple. But the disadvantages also include the risk of conflict between you and your partner. Because just like in a marriage, you're not always going to see eye to eye. And when it comes to making decisions, it's challenging at times to get on the same page, especially when it comes time to sell the business, if that's what you choose to do, because a lot of conflict can occur during this time. Whatever path you take, spend some time on the boring parts of this. Far too many business owners skip over the things they don't feel like doing and rush to the things that are more exciting in business, like creating and marketing. But if you want to set yourself up for success from the start, invest in your structures and your systems and your processes. Those very boring things in business that I specialize in, it will go a long way for you. And always remember to ask for the help that you need from the professionals who can get you there faster. Lawyers, accountants, bookkeepers, they're all good people to know. Are you ready to turn your expertise into the business of your dreams? Then I'm here to help. Doors are officially open to join Online Business Blueprint, the most comprehensive online training program of its kind that teaches you the strategies to build, launch, and market an online business. Online Business Blueprint will give you the knowledge, tools, and confidence you need to achieve your dream of running a successful online business while being supported every step of the way. Head to janditchville.co forward slash blueprint to enroll today. I'll see you there. Now let's talk about naming your business. And when you're making this decision, you have a couple options on how to be able to do this. You could either put a creative brand name on your business, or you can name your business after yourself. And just like the business model you're going to use, both of these naming strategies have their own sets of plus and minuses. Let's start with talking about naming the business after yourself. A personal brand is built around you, who you are, and your expertise, your personal clout. And the advantages of naming a business after yourself is that it's very flexible. As your interests change, so can the business without having to do a lot of rebranding. And it's also ideal for developing a business around your expertise especially if you're going to be a one-person show. And while most people are really uncomfortable with the idea of naming a business after themselves, a lot of success can come from this model, especially if you are an expert in a specific space and want to be seen as that. Some disadvantages, however, is the fact that the company name doesn't state what you do. So unless you're known in your industry, you're going to have to take some time to establish your reputation. And if you do want to sell down the line, it will be harder because you are the business. Whereas when you're building a business brand, it's all around building an identity that you create for your business, a creative name. And some advantages to using a creative name is that it forces you to think through your business planning before you put a name on it. It also really allows you to position yourself from hello, because the name can give an introduction to your business naturally. And it's much easier to sell than it would be if you had your name on it. Some disadvantages, however, is that it's hard work to build a business brand from the ground up. So make sure you're ready for the long haul if this is the decision that you're going to make. And also business brands are harder to shift because if you decide your interests are moving in a different place, you're going to have to do a lot of work to rebrand your company and get your audience to move with you or have to go out and start all over again, building a brand new audience. Whatever route you go, remember these fast tips. Number one, Make it easy to remember. This isn't the time to overcomplicate something, whether you're naming your business or your offer or your product or your service. Pick a name that's simple and that people are going to remember. 
Number two, make sure it's relevant to your business. Don't get obscure or too cute when it comes to picking a name. It will not serve you. Number three, please Google it. You want to make sure you can actually legally use the name before you start buying domains or putting yourself out there. Look it up. Four, say it out loud. What does it sound like when you say it? Because it's going to be something that you say over and over and over again. So make sure it's something you like to say and it's easy for someone to understand it. The last thing you want when you say your business name is for someone to say, pardon? And the final one, think of the domain. Don't choose something that no one's going to remember or doesn't want to type out because it's too long. You want to keep it short, keep it simple, and keep it to the point. There are pros and cons to every strategy. So think about what's going to work best for you, your audience, and your offer. And don't forget to Google. Talk to you soon.